Thank you for joining me for another Quick Hits Conversation. I'm Dr. Robin, AKA Mental MacGyver. I provide luxury level high performance support and coaching to executives, founders, celebrities, and athletes. With me today, I have Dr. Bob Chope. He has eight years military experience, has worked with the LAPD, and now is the founder of Integrated Mind Institute, and is going back to school for another PhD, this time in physics. I have Gary Fredericks. He is the CEO of On Point Partners, where they provide back office services for small businesses. They make business easy. And I have Dr. Cole Galloway. He is a recovering academic working in social justice and disability, primarily with babies as the founder of Go Baby Go. The question I have today, how can we make leadership more accessible? Cole, kick us off. All right, leadership and accessibility, the hot topic, the diversity, equity, inclusion, all those things aside, I'm gonna come at this from a little bit of a different view in that in the leadership organization, we have a square that has the business, the nonprofit, the for-profit, the, the collective. Where does your mission come from? Does it come top down where you're looking for leaders that can continue to propagate and manipulate and, and cultivate a top-down mission? That's going to be difficult to let everybody be authentic and rise up. Or do you have a mission that really is invested at the ground level and comes up? Then your ground level folks, if you're talking about recruiting from within, your ground level folks are helping set the mission. So they're going to have information. And they're going to have experiences that you need as leaders. And it's going to be harder and harder to go, well, we're going to fall back into old traps of this flavored person or that flavored person or that experienced person or a person that looks like us. I I think that's an issue in this that doesn't always get, get brought up. So I wanted to bring up, where does your mission come from? Top down, going to be hard. You're going to have to find the people that fit the top down mission or bottom up. Are you going to cultivate and grow the leaders that naturally will grow into experienced, broad-based leaders in an organization that has a broad-based mission? I, I agree with that. Typically, a lot of organizations, they'll start, especially like with the startup, because I've been involved in many, and typically in, in startups, it's the mission of the founder. But as the organization grows and starts to get more people, and instead of following the initial mission what the founder had explored, because they typically will work with a, a small group of people and they will all be vested into it, it'll grow out of that. No longer will they uh, have that same kind of mindset, but they go into more of a rigid thinking. And, and we see this, especially with large organizations, that they have gotten stuck in, in terms of a culture uh, that uh, is, is back to where it, it first started. And we can see that across the board, even in tech companies, we, that rigid thinking. It's going to take some challenges to, to break through that cultural norm that they has established. It's going to take leaders at the top or, or at least maybe the board to bring in people outside with a new way of thinking, and especially those that have embraced, and as Cole said, the diversity of thinking versus I, I fit in with the guys. We're all the same. We, 
go to the same places and things like that. Gary, what are your thoughts? I agree with Cole that the bottom-up approach is the way to do it. That's the way I set my goals all the time. What there requires a certain amount of creativity from the leadership because <clears throat> let's face it, I mean, you have a big company or a small company or whatever, the leadership, the owners, they have certain things that they want to accomplish. So if you take the bottom-up approach, but you don't know how to fit what your folks are telling you coming up from the bottom to what you want to accomplish in your business, it's not going to work. It's just like trying to legislate, having people accept someone because of their skin color or religion. I think that we need to teach more creativity, how to think outside the box, how to solve problems. That's the key issue for, for leadership is to how to incorporate everybody. One way to do that is to understand everything going on, not only in your organization, but socially and how does your organization fit into the community and all of, all of those things as well. I feel like the diversity gets squeezed out of leadership as it moves up the chain. And part of that, I, Bob, I love that you brought up culture. It's so easy for leaders to hire people who are a good fit because, oh, they'll work well with me. Unfortunately, that usually means that you get people who have similar background to you. They think like you, they're easy to talk to because they're just you on a different plane. So how do we help our leaders get better at that? Get better at saying, I can promote someone who is different and that's actually good for the organization. I think you need to find organizations that are doing it successfully and show people, look, look how this works. I think when some leaders see that, they're going to say, maybe I could give this a try. I think it's a deep-seated, either understanding experientially that when I get people from a range of experience levels, and, and let's assume we're all talented. We're not talking about giving people a, a big jump to the head of the line because you're not, uh, you don't have the, even the baseline skills. They were talking about across the board skills to realize that it is better with more experience. But I also think there are companies that missions have drifted from service or goods or the community to profit. And there's nothing about profit that has diversity in it. If you have a mission to, to serve the community that you live in and you've got a little bit experience of diversity, you got to realize that me as a straight white guy, I have to fundamentally say out loud, I don't understand what it is to be a woman in the workplace or a non-white straight male in the workplace. Meaning from not from a, therefore we need to get people of a certain flavor in here, but that I only have a certain amount of experience. And if you have a different experience, that's where creativity lies. But think about this, honestly, do, does leadership and creativity go together? Is that mm. something? <laughs> is that something? Or is that more middle managers who are trying to juggle everything? And that's where you have to be creative. In leadership leadership, I'm not even sure there's a culture that requires creativity versus maintain. In my case, I, I have experienced a certain amount of bias because I am also half Japanese. So that, that affected me, especially when I was younger, I was left out a lot of stuff, mm. but, but I had to go out and, and, and prove myself. I had to gain, I believe much more expertise in a certain area that, that I was doing versus the average white person. And through that, it did help. 
and personally, I would look for leadership opportunities in order for me to grow. I networked and, and so forth as I went through uh, everything that I did. And I think leadership, they should it, it should understand that if if you're going to be an effective leader, you need to bring in diverse thinking. And, and Cole hit it on the head, the diversity aspect with multiple different experiences will make an organization much, much, much better because we don't get stuck in one way of thinking. And as uh, Peter Drucker once said, the, the purpose of business is to create customers, but the basic function is marketing and innovation. And Gary talked about creativity. You can't innovate unless you have creativity. An organization is not going to grow if it's not innovative. You're going to become innovative when you have diverse thinking, not just a linear thinking. That's, that's just not going to happen. So if we can install that into the leadership and, and help them to understand that part, I would say diverse thinking. But I think it, it's just going to take it step by step. It's not going to be a giant leap. There's something, and Cole, you touched on it, about skills. To be a leader, you have to be in a skill position. You have to have skill. You have to have knowledge. And I wonder if there's just not enough opportunity for people of diversity to get those skills to begin with. And then even if they have the skills, they're not looked at for leadership. So I think there's something in there about that as well that we didn't get to talk about very much. And unfortunately, that is our 10 minutes. So I'm going to have to cut us off there. But I would like the audience to think about that. Are the people you want to be in leadership tomorrow getting the skills to do that today? Very so thank important. you so much. I look forward to speaking to each of you again very soon.